Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Jenks and podcast. It is... We're recording this Friday night, um, August 11th. You guys are going to hear this Monday morning because we're a little busy this weekend. Jenks is taking his lady to Disneyland, so... Well, Disney... Yeah, Disney World. Disney World. Yeah. Same thing. Tomato, tomorrow. But we're recording this late Friday night... Um, preseason has begun. The Packers played tonight. And, uh, yeah, Jordan Love looks pretty good. Matt LaFleur was pretty happy with his performance. Um, he even said that Jordan Love's probably going to get more preseason action this summer. So that's exciting. Uh, Jordan went 7 for 10 with 46 yards and a touchdown. I thought he looked really good. He was really calm in the pocket. He was going through his reads. Um the first two plays of the game were two kind of, you know, two little short completions, you know, to get him in the rhythm. So good call playing by Matt. And the first drive on third down, he missed Luke Musgrave, um, rookie tight end, second round draft pick over the middle. He was wide open. Jordan Love kind of put like a little too much zip on it, went over his head a little bit is what it is. Bounces back the next drive. Defense gets a good stop. Jordan Love gets the ball, I think, at the Bengals 46, something like that. So he's in, you know, Cincinnati territory, has a nice drive um, down the field and uh, connects with Romeo Dubs for a nine-yard touchdown pass. So he he looked good. It's exciting. You know, I know, I know it wasn't against the Bengals stars or whatever, but yeah, you could definitely good. see the growth in Jordan Love's game through the years. He's definitely way more calm. And this is the number one takeaway through camp. His decision, his decision making, and his just poise has just been way better. You can go back two years, two years ago when he was playing the Kansas City Chiefs in his first start, and it looked like he was running around. He didn't know the plays; like he was just a million things was going on in his, in his head. So he looks way better, and yeah, yeah. And, you know, preseason's gonna. You know, this is the first week. Couple games going on right now. Um, this weekend's. And yeah, today we got a good episode for you guys, though. We're going to be, I'm going to, 
be talking about my five, my top five sleepers in fantasy. Jenks is going to give me his top five sleepers in fantasy. But good, first, good ones. I think Jenks wants to talk about CJ Stroud. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really quick, John, before we get into that, like you mentioned a player that I think is an interesting guy fantasy wise, and you might be mentioning him later on. I don't know. You haven't told me your list, but a guy like Luke, Luke Musgrave for the Packers, you know, what are, he's what on my list. Him? Damn it. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. Then we'll get into it in a second, but I like that you pointed him out. I think that's a great mention. Um, a lot of guys, he's kind of, kind of going under the radar. Cause he was he the first or second. He was the first tight end. The, the Packers picked in the draft, right? Or was he the second yep. first? Yeah, so I think that's a guy that they're going to really try to target and turn into yep. like a possible Travis Kelsey type. But anyways, CJ Stroud, interesting performance yesterday, was in for a pretty short amount of time, which most, which is pretty standard for most starters. Like, I know some coaches are having that philosophy like, oh, we're going to put him in for a long amount of time. Like Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, who are playing the Saints this weekend, Andy Reid loves to play the starters. And that's something that Patrick Mahomes might play a full – the full first quarter so i think it's definitely interesting but cj stroud comes in throws four passes goes two completions 13 yards and a pick and texans fans that's something that's a little bit worrisome like it really is like i mean it is it is just the first round of playoff or of preseason you're not really too worried about it. it's not like oh he's, he's gonna get more experience but it also is like the throw that he made was kind of rough it was a little bit of a quick read you know he just kind of threw it and it, it was just a reckless throw, it seemed like. And that's something that just isn't something you really want to see right off the bat. Uh, but Davis Mills came in, played pretty well. Anyways, CJ Stroud hopefully improves a little bit, but this is just really kind of a season where he's just going to grow. I think that's all it really is. Yeah. You know, and I think, too, is like, you know, going to go into it. It was a mess. He doesn't have a lot of help. That Houston coaching staff and organization needs to know that, that he doesn't have a lot around him. You know what I mean? You got to give him a break. This is him to, you know, learn and grow a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a young team all and around. Like, it could be a rough year because it's a young team, but it's not a talented team. You know, on top of that, like the Packers are a young team, but they're a talented team. You've seen stuff in Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs. The Texans, I, I don't even know who's on that team. You know what I mean? They I don't got, know. They, they, got, they signed they got Robert Woods, who's like 30, 34. You know, I don't know, but I'm just saying like, they got- you need to understand as a Texans fan, when as an NFL fan and, you know, a Texan fan and that organization needs to understand that this is going to be a slow process. You know what I mean? Taking a QB yeah, early, you know, your team stinks and there's not a lot of help for him. You know what I mean? But I think like, but would it be the worst idea if they sat him and just played Davis Mills? That's what I, mean, I would we'll do. See, I, I think it'll be interesting to see like if, if that, trend continues into the f- first few games of the season i think that definitely happens if yeah. cj stroud's stinking it up and it's just it could just harm him you know just playing him if he keeps stinking it up like that just harms his performance more than anything but one thing i will say is you know how you said i you said it's an untalented team i like to just dis- I'll, I'll disagree a little bit with that i think uh they got a few young players that have some talent like mechie out of alabama was injured last year kind of like his rookie year coming in Is it like like a like a chet holmgren type rookie year for mechie then we got Tank Dell, who looked pretty good in preseason yesterday, uh, which could be like a little bit of overhype. Like he wasn't really playing against any studs. So take it with a grain of salt, but he did look all right. Then you also have Damian Pierce down there. And the defense also got a few few good players. And they also got Will Anderson in the draft. So it's like it's a young team, but there's some solid draft, draft stock. And, you know, I just think 
there's there's a little bit of talent. It's not completely talentless. A little like bit. Said. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, but it's it's still there. It's a little bit. Anyways, anyways, let's right. get right into our uh let's get right into our sleepers for the for the upcoming fantasy season. Welcome to the Jenks and the Hammer Podcast. <laughs> Bringing you the latest NFL news and insights from the perspectives of two diehard fans. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some football talk with Jenks and the Hammer. Here we go, here we go! Alright, so my first sleeper, Jenks already spoiled it, but I got Luke Musgrave, tight end for the Packers, rookie second-round draft pick from Oregon State. This dude can fly at tight end. Alright, he ran a 4-6 which is okay, right? But, like, he plays faster than that. He plays like he runs, like, a 4-4. Dude's fast, not a blocker. So, you know, when he's out there, he's going to be getting the ball. He's been having a big, big, big camp in Green Bay. Jordan Love's been looking his way a lot in the red zone, over the middle. Um, you saw him tonight preseason, Jordan Love's first two drives. Uh, he looked at, you know, Musgrave three, four times, and he caught – two balls, something like that. So, I mean, like, and Green Bay likes him a lot. Green Bay hasn't hasn't had a tight end like this since Jermichael Finley. Like, we've had Martellus Bennett sucked, Jimmy Graham, too old. Nah, he was a too old. They just didn't know how to use him. He's too old. He's about to come back this year. We've had Mercedes Lewis forever. He's been a blocking tight end, a little old too. But, like, we haven't had a tight end like this and especially for a young QB to have such a fast, big target over the middle is just, you know, that's your go-to guy almost. You know what I mean? So Luke Musgrave is someone who is going undrafted in a lot of fantasy leagues. So if you, you know what I mean, if you want to wait and draft him with your last pick or whatever, it's it's going to be a steal because I don't, you know, I don't want, like you shouldn't have this guy waiting on waiver wires for until like week two because he's gonna get snatched up after week one so i would draft him and like i said he's getting undrafted in a lot of leagues it's it's a must it's a must because he's got tight end top 10 upside so yeah and i mean it's an interesting guy like he has the kind of i guess i guess i want to say versatility i like as like a receiving weapon as like a travis kelsey kind of guy or like a dalton Kincaid coming into buffalo but I think it's interesting to see how they use him, but I think, like you said, top ten tight end potential. But then, I mean, there is that risk there, like, oh, he might not end up being that. That's why, like you said, it's a great late, late round pick or someone that you pick up really quick off the waiver wire, waiver wire as an undrafted free agent. Yep. Um, my first guy, you know, I, I think this guy. A lot of people are, are sleeping on him purely because of his role and his on his offense in college. Um, this guy went from Tennessee, uh, Jalen Hyatt. Um. I loved him coming into the draft. I talked about him very highly in our, um, or I think it was like a receiver uh, draft episode. I talked about him very, very highly. Everyone was kind of like, I remember you didn't love my uh, takes on him being like a top one, two receiver in the draft. No, and Ned I, didn't I, I, No, Ned didn't. I valued him pretty Ned high. Ned hated it. Yeah. Ned yeah no, and like I, it. Think, I think he's going to be really, really good for their offense with a guy. He don't, the only, Really, the only guys above him are um, – Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, and Isaiah Hodgins, who are like, they're, they're solid. Like, it's not going to be anything insane, but he can easily, if he outperforms like in, in the first few weeks, that's a guy that you you can possibly look to to be a nice run after catch kind of guy, deep threat kind of guy. 
And a lot of people slept on him purely because of his role in college as just a deep threat. That's really all he was for Hendon Hooker in Tennessee. So I'm interested to see how he comes out. Um, he's a rookie, so I don't really have any basis for like prior years in the NFL. So I really just think it's pure speculation at that point. But I, I think he might have a good season this year. I think he's a good sleeper pick in later rounds. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. My my next guy is actually a giant too. He's a tight end. I got Darren Waller. This dude's been having a monster camp and you know, like he's the I knew he was tight end, but he's the best receiver on this team. Yeah, and, and right? I know he like, is. And and yeah. I think when you look at Daniel Jones' play style and the type of QB he is, like Darren Wall is gonna be his best friend. Yeah, right now I think you know? he should be realistically he should be a top five tight end picked off the board in fantasy. Like he 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 will be. A lot of people aren't drafting him that high, but if he's there, top, I don't know. I don't even know. I would take him within the first seven rounds somewhere. Yeah, somewhere within. I there. think. Yeah, but but he's like falling in a lot of drafts, and he's not going to take an eye. And I'm telling you, this Darren Waller has like top five tight end potential. I think, no he, I think he's a better pick than I'd pick him over Mark Andrews right now. Realistically, I would. And uh, and Mark Andrews I don't know about that. purely purely because Mark Andrews, I feel like one, they got more receivers in Baltimore. Two, they also Mark Andrews is just inconsistent. I really don't like Mark Andrews after what he happened. Is, he is, Amber he and is. I drafted I him last year, year and yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of a train wreck. But you know, purely because of that, I just want to stay away from Mark Andrews. But I love Darren Waller. I I picked him in our mock draft episode last week so yeah I, I love i love that pick yeah uh second guy for me another receiver george pickens out, out of pittsburgh um i love the connection brewing down there with uh pickett and him it just looks solid and every single day it seems like in camp recently every time there's fans there they get a clip or two of him either mossing someone bullying a corner or making a contested catch he had a big touchdown tonight in preseason against the yeah. bucks yeah i saw that and and made a move so. Not necessarily like, again, it's, it's against not necessarily the starters on the Bucks. I don't remember. I don't know who it was against corner wise or anything like that. But it just shows that like Pickett wants to throw to him. And yeah. I think that's what matters. And, and, and he's and a this, playmaker. He's a playmaker. Yeah. He can go up and get it. He's can do the run after the catch. You know, he does it all. Big body. Yeah. So athletic, the, playing with confidence, playing loose. Yeah. One of the top yeah. catches of the year last year. And I he had 800 yards last year and five or four touchdowns sorry but that's a guy that he's looking to take that leap this year and i think he can do it so if you have him if you if can get there pickens, late rounds if you can get pickens as your number two receiver you're gonna be in a good spot yeah and, and I, I think the thing is like he will be a number number two possibly like, like two or flex number two or flex but he's falling like so far yeah. into these drafts that it's like you could take him in the later rounds and it's 100 to be worth it yeah Next guy I got is a running back, Zach Charbonnet. All right. This yeah, dude. Big bad guy. So last night in preseason, right, they play the Vikings, Seattle. This dude's putting his shoulder down, running through people, like the power back like we saw in college, and I love it. And you also look at Seattle and you're like, hey, that's a – Pass-heavy team with all those weapons. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, JSN, right? What does that mean? Playing, They're going to play the pass a lot more, right? They're going to play with more DBs, less people in the box. They're going to run the ball more. And guess what? Kenneth Walker, he's a little banged up right now, right? So we don't know the, the status of that. Is it going to linger throughout the season? So I love Zach Charbonnet. I think 
I mean, he could do it all, but he, he can really put his shoulder down and go get those extra yards. And I think he's an awesome running back to have on your bench, you know, and I think the upside is he could become, you know, midseason or towards the end of the year. I think he could be a nice flex for you. Yeah, and the thing is, running backs are always going to be those guys that, like, the more running backs you have that are good, that's the better. fantasy years. You need you need running backs because if yeah, running backs are so valuable. And plus, even if you overdraft on running backs, you really don't because you know there's someone out there who needs a back, and that just becomes big trade value. Trade value. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. And I remember we were. I think we were pretty short in running backs in our fantasy league last year. Yeah, we had where, like damn running backs James were Connor. Kind of, who who Sucks. kind of like bursted at the end of the year, but like the first half, like it was rough. It was rough sledding. But I'm not touching anyways. anyone from Arizona this year. Yeah, I respect it. I I think James Conner could have a good season this year, no. but because he'll right. be relying on the run. But I'm a I'm a I like Conner. Anyways, um, third sleeper from from me is Quinn Johnston out of uh, Los Angeles on the Chargers. You know this guy. Out of college, I another. I don't guy, like it. I don't like it. I don't another like guy. It. I don't like it. Why? Yeah, I'll ask you. I'll ask you. I'll ask you why in a second. But out of college, I love this guy. We talked about him in the in the receiver draft class. I love him. You know, I think he has the all of the tangibles to be a great receiver in the league. And this year in the training camp, so far, he's shown that he's improved his hands since college, which was his issue. Like that's what people were worried about: were his hands. Can he make sideline catches, different types of catches, versus just kind of run after catch or deep balls. That's really all he was doing in college. But now he seems to be making more contested catches, more sideline catches, toe drags, everything like that. His hands seem to improve and he's got the height. And as a red zone kind of guy that's in fantasy, touchdowns are very, very valuable. And as a red zone threat, I think he might get a few more than people expect this season. Yeah. So I absolutely hate that pick. And let me tell you why. (laughs) You say he's got the size he's the red zone guy. Well, I don't know. They got someone called Mike Williams. Yeah, but right? and when you and when you look at that team, and when you look mm-hmm. at that team, he's probably like what the fourth option. You got Austin Eckler. You got Keenan Allen. Training you camp, got Mike man. Williams. Then you got him. I'm just saying, I don't like picking. Yeah, I don't like. No, picking, that's why he's I don't. Asleep. I don't like picking receivers that like have like two other guys around their level, yeah, like but, near them. It's just like it, it's tough because you got to think about it. You're Justin Herbert. You know what I mean? You got Eckler, you got Keenan Allen. Like Keenan Allen, yeah, is but better Keenan, pi- is better. Keenan Allen, than... yeah, but that's why that's why I'm saying he's a sleeper. Like, I'm not saying it, like you pick this guy early. But here's the, also the thing: Keenan Allen like and it. Mike Keenan Allen and Mike Williams always injured. Both of them are always injured. You can't rely on either of them to stay healthy. So a guy like Quinn Johnson, if he can stay healthy, hopefully, hopefully he can. Who knows? It's the NFL. Yeah. It's his first season. I don't first know. I'm not rookie. touching any Charger wide receivers. Late rounds, I think it's a good pick. Now is That's, Justin Herbert an amazing pick because he has those weapons? Absolutely. Well, yeah, that, I'm yeah, not Justin touching Herbert any. Great I'm pick. not touching any of the receivers, and I don't like that just because he's the fourth option. That's just me. That's just no, there. I mean I get it, I get it, but I just think the injury bug is there, and I think as a late round pick, I think he's a solid pick. Mm-hmm. All right, so for my third guy, I got Elijah Moore, wide receiver for the Browns. He got traded this offseason, New York Jets to the Browns. Um, I like it. I like he had it. some conflicted, some tough, bad yeah, feelings with there. the Jets, yelling at coaches, this and that. Finally gets traded. Gets traded for a second-round pick. Um, I was hoping he was going to be involved with the Rodgers deal, but he wasn't. 
But yeah, Elijah Moore, he's been dominating at Cleveland um, Browns training camp. He's becoming that true slot gadget guy for Deshaun Watson. You know, of course, they got Amari Cooper on the outside, but, you know, I think, like, I'm a believer in Deshaun Watson. I know what happened the end of last year, but that was whatever he wasn't playing, whatever he's getting in the rhythm, new team and everything. I think Deshaun Watson has a big bounce back year, you know, and I feel that, you know, he's he's a big bounce back year, and when he's at his best, he's a top five, you're right, top four QB in this league. Like he is when he's at his best. Not anymore. Not anymore because he's been out. But I'm saying, yeah, when he was at his best, he was a top five QB. He's got Amari Cooper, who's a pretty damn good receiver. Elijah Moore in the slot, who's been going off, who's a very talented player, very versatile player. I love Elijah Moore. I think I think he's an awesome. You know, you're in a 12 man league, 14 whatever. I think he's an awesome flex. Awesome flex. And. And I like how you brought up him as well. And I think there's one other guy in the Browns I just want to mention really quick. He wasn't really one of my top five guys, but Donovan Peoples-Jones is a guy that's going undrafted in some drafts, who is a guy that it could be that receiver too, um, between Elijah Moore and Amari Cooper. I think Amari Cooper is easily the number one. Everyone knows that. But Elijah Moore and Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones are going to be battling for that two spot. I've, I've Elijah been, Moore. But Donovan Peoples-Jones... And people people discredit him, but he's only 24, and last year he had 800 yards. He was a good target for him. I mean, he had 50 catches, I believe, or 60 catches and three touchdowns with 800 yards. So if if that continues, that's a guy that, if he goes undrafted, either great off of waiver wire or possibly a really late-round pick. But I just wanted to quickly mention that. Yeah, he's got upside. Anyways, next guy is the guy that I think could be the Tyreek Hill replacement. And a lot of people are going to be sleeping on him just because of his attitude, really, his behavior, which I completely get. Like, it's a guy that... And he's also, I think, out a few weeks, a couple to a few weeks, I believe. I think he got injured in training camp. But Kadarius Tony is a guy that I love um, just purely because of what I witnessed him do to the Saints last or two seasons ago. He's playing the Saints. The Giants are in the Dome. And he made all of our defenders look silly. And And, you know... That's it's easy to do against you, the Saints. No, nah, I don't know. We have a top 10 defense last few years. Anyways, he looks pretty damn good. And in the Chiefs offense, he's a guy that is just a gadget kind of player. And you see it in the playoffs. You saw it in the playoffs. Like he looked pretty solid in that offense. There were a couple more plays he could have been that could have been made by him. But I think Andy Reid's coaching him up. I think they're trying to scheme for him to be that Tyreek Hill replacement. And as a late round pick, because of his or of, of his injury and his personality, really. I think that's a solid pick late rounds. Yeah, I love it. Talented player in the Andy Reid offense, and Pat Mahomes is your QB. Can't really go wrong. Yeah, and and like you just Can't said, I mean, wrong. like there's a lot of receivers over there that you could pick in the late rounds that like similar kind of thing. Like who knows? Who knows who's going to be the number one receiver on the Kansas City Chiefs this year? Mm-hmm. Um, my last guy I got is Evan Ingram. For the for the Jaguars, Interesting. Um, tight like ends, that. another tight end. Yeah, so he, right? We all know his tight end. Um, you know his skill. He's not a blocker, right? He's a receiving threat. He's like Luke Musgrave, right? Travis Kelsey. Um, I understand that he's in this offense with the Jaguars, where they have a lot of weapons. They got Christian Kurt. They got Calvin Ridley now. They got Zay Jones, I believe. You know, 
you know, so they get weapons. And like I just said with the Chargers, I don't really like getting guys that have a lot of weapons beside them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because, you know, it's going to limit the receptions. But when you're looking at the tight end position, because it's so weak, you know what I mean? That like you kind of throw that out the window because, you know what I mean? Like how many guys are really better than Evan Ingram? You know what I mean? And he had some. I I remember I picked him up late last year, and he had some like dominant games like out of nowhere. Like he would, have, I think he had like two like thirty point games like towards the end of the season. He had a few. Like, he had a breakout year right? last year. In a yeah, few games. yeah. Like he did right. So you know he's got the QB. He's got the weapons, which could take pressure off of him, but it, you know could also mean less targets. But I think for tight ends, because it's such a big. It, there's such a big drop off. It's not even funny. You know what I mean? And tight ends just a weak position in general. That you know, Evan Ingram is a guy that you can draft that like falls kind of late. Like I was doing some mock drafts and like I'm getting Darren Waller and Evan Ingram at my <laughs> tight end position. Like those are two amazing big upside guys that can win me a league. Like no joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Those both those guys can be a top five tight end at the end of the year, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. Top, I, I think top ten. I think top, top 10, five. Top five. I think Darren Wall, Darren, Darren Waller, top five. But who, I don't know. Kelsey, uh, who? Kelsey, what? Kittle. Okay, so we got Andrews. Kelsey. I don't know, who's after Andrews, that? Andrews. Yeah, Kittle, and I think, like you just said, Waller. Then I think a guy that I like, Juwan Johnson, could be up there oh purely God. because the Saints are going to be targeting him a lot. No, and that's realistic. It is. He he taught. He was okay. He's up in, there, but Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram was probably up no. there with him. And here's the thing. Here's the thing with Evan Ingram. And Evan Ingram's like got a Evan, way more bigger, big playability. You know, I like the Evan Ingram pick, but here's the thing. I think his consistency is way too, way too yeah, risky. But I, I, I like him as a late round pick, but I, I don't know. know about I get, top five. I get that. What do you mean late round pick? Like I, he could be top five. That's his no, like upside. mid round, mid to late round pick. But I don't know if he's gonna get up his upside. Five. Like if he's if he's a little more consistent, then he's gonna be he could be yeah. top five tight end. No joke. But the thing you mm. just said is like the consistency and everything. But like. I think when you're picking a position that a tight end, like tight end, that's yeah, so it's, weak, it's valuable. like you have to, like even the kid stats. on Philly, even the kid on Philly, Dallas Goddard, right? Like he's like a yeah. top tight end. Like he's probably like a top eight, top six tight end in the league. And for fantasy too, he is. Yeah, last year he had an but off year. I, I think him, it was but I injuries, picked but... him, But I picked him last year. And the dude gets like five points a game. Tight ends are yeah. so unpredictable and weak. Evan... But Evan Ingram has high upside. He just does. Yeah, last year Evan Ingram had 766 yards and four touchdowns, which is like yeah. yeah but the big he had some monster, he, but he had some monster games. Catches. Big reception guy as a tight end, and that's what you want because there's a lot of guys like exactly. you said, like we said, Mark Andrews is like a guy that can go off every other week or whatever. But then there's weeks where he has zero because he's not a big. He doesn't have a lot of huge like multiple reception games. A lot of it is just touchdowns in the red zone and everything like that for Lamar Jackson. But I definitely like the Evan Ingram pick. Yeah, it's a good pick. It's, I'm telling you, I think Everton Room, Darren Waller, Luke Musgrave are guys that can explode at the tight end position really this year and just win you leagues. Like, that's why, like, in one of my leagues, I'm picking six overall. And when you look at six, like a guy that comes out up a lot around six is Travis Kelsey. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, and I know he's amazing and everything, but I'm like, I don't know, like I could pick a good running back or I could pick a receiver, you know what I mean? And then kind of rely go. on this high upside tight end. I don't know. No, if if it was like a dynasty league, like 
then yeah. Or like a keeper's league, I could see you not going Kelsey there. But if Kelsey falls to you at six, I think you got to take Kelsey. I think he's like here's a top my, three value. He, here's my also thing with Kelsey though. He's getting older, and I'm like, I know we're yeah, one down of the years. He's gonna. On, I know a down year is coming, and I just don't want to pick him with a down year. No, no, I get it. I get it. There's definitely like a risk. You know but what I mean? Also, a like, little bit there is. Yeah. No, you know, I, I want to hold, hold, hold on. What if you got like Kelsey and you got like I don't know, like Cooper Cup. Like who are you going? Like I yeah, might I'm take Kelsey. Cooper. I don't like Cooper Cup this year. I like Cup because Stafford's back. Yeah, no, he's back. He's but I, I, I don't healthy. know. I don't trust. Cup. The thing is, I'm, I might go Cooper Cup. Like. And people forget before Cooper Cup got injured last year, like yeah, no, he's up until like he played like what seven games or something. He was like second yeah, was in the league out. in receptions and he was balling out. He's gonna do the same thing, I believe. And I'm like, I'm gonna take Cooper Cup and then like I because that's how much I believe in these tight ends. Like I think you get Evan Ingram, Darren Waller. I think there's top yeah. five upside. Tight end and, and, and you get round. and you can and yeah. you could get that in like the tenth round. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think there are those so, tight end sleepers that you can get that you could put in that tight end that are going to get you solid points versus a risk like Kelsey, like you said. Like, not, I, I don't even want to say he's a risk. No, no, but like but you I'm said, just like, saying like a down year could possibly happen. That, and that's why I'm saying like you yeah, like but I'm just saying when you pick a, a YM like and that. like maybe someone falls, like what if like, you know, Austin Eckler and we know how much we value running backs, right? And I know yeah. he catches a lot of balls a game. I'm probably going to take him over Kelsey. Yeah, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like I get that, right. like waiting for a tight end later. When there's all these guys that are falling, I like it. I, I mean, I get it. Anyways, get into the last guy. This is the guy that I mentioned all the time in my fantasy group chat. I drive him nuts. John knows where I'm going with it. You saw his face right there. Rashid Shahid for the Saints. Oh my God. Yep. No, he saw it coming. Rashid Shahid for the Saints is the most slept on receiver in the league, I think, in my opinion. No, it's Romeo Dubs. Purely because. No. It is. Romeo's sick. He's got a good connection Anyways, with Jordan. Rashid Shahid, big play ability. He's got that. Run after cash ability. He's got that. Play, like plain possess, possession catch guy. QB, he's got that. He doesn't. He does have that 100%. Derek Carr. Derek Carr's more proven than, than your guy over there that you're calling a, a star already. Okay. So Jordan Love didn't get bench playing with like Devontae Adams like you did. Yeah, he shouldn't have. But. You know, Derek Carr's been because they were losing in the past. So, I mean, Derek Carr was dealing with a crap coach, so I, I don't really blame yeah, him. And, and, he, and he had the number one running back in the league, whatever. Yeah, the running game was good. It's still right. lost. They still and don't Dev- know. And Devontae Devon- didn't know how to call plays. Anyways, Rashid right, Shahid as a number three receiver. There's a lot of quarterback, uh, the third string quarterbacks aren't going to be able to guard him. They got Michael Thomas and Chris Olave up there. Put your hand down. Put your hand down. What is I this? I have a question. What is this? A classroom? What's going on? We all know how many good receivers are in. Like, we all know how many good receivers are in the league. Yeah. Right? And what's he? He's the number three on the Saints, right? And yeah. Yeah. You and really think, like hold on. Half season. You really think in a 12-man league, he's worth a roster spot? Yeah, 100%. No, he's not. 100%. You, I'm, t- I'm telling you not. right now, he's going to have a great you season. Think about every team's top two re- receivers are over him already. Yeah. He's not. No, there's no way. I, 100%. There's no way. Because they're no going to be splitting. He's 100%. He's going to have at least six touchdowns this year. At least. 
I think he's gonna have solid 50, he's not worth 60 catches. Spot. He's not unless you have like 60. A, unless okay, you're in like a 20 man. I'll call it now. If you're in a 20 man league, he could probably no, be a receiver ten, too. Even a 10 man, he could probably even be a receiver too. 10 to Maybe. 12 man league, I'm, I'm picking probably, him. Probably be a flex easily. You're not picking him. 12 man, 12 man league, 100. I'm, I'm not. I'm not allowing you to pick him in our draft. No, if he's available late rounds, we're picking. I'm him. not. Not. I'm telling you right now, he's a league. We're taking Romeo over him. We're taking Romeo Dubs. No way. No shot. In a late round, okay, maybe, maybe if he's available, if they're back to back rounds, I could see it. No, we'll take Romeo. He's the number anyways, two receiver. He's got better connection with Jordan Love. Right, Shahid. This is stupid. It's not stupid. It's one hundred percent true. Let's go wrap gonna, it up. I'm calling wrap it now. I'm calling it now. Six touchdown or six touchdowns, sixty plus catches. Maybe six hundred yards. Six six six. Yeah, might as well. I'll say I'll say six fifty. Six fifty yards. How stupid Call it now. It's so I'm, I'm, I'm going to clip this. I'm going to clip this. I'm going to save it for after the season, and I'll pull it up. And Unless he gets injured, that's happening. If he gets injured, then obviously like things change. He's not. But he's not. Yeah, if he, if he doesn't get injured, it's going to happen. He's probably the fourth because you no, know, one great. of your sleepers was also one of your tight ends. So Yeah, Jawan Johnson. Yeah, they, I think we're going to have one of the most – I think we're going to have a top. So you're telling me that you got so – you. You're telling me that you two sleepers are your tight end and your third receiver. Yeah. So that means, like, what? Chris Olave and Michael Thomas are going to have amazing seasons all, and the Saints are going to go 16 and 0. I think they're going to go 16 that's, that's what I'm hearing they're right now. Be a, I'm hearing they're this. Be a top eight offense. They're going to be a top eight passing offense, 100%. Guar- I guarantee it right now. They're going to be a top eight passing offense in the league. I do a top eight interception offense in the league. I don't Derek Carr had like 12 picks last year, 13 picks, which is like in a, an unusual season. There's multiple quarterbacks that have that, and it's not frowned upon. He had an off year, and, and he still had 20 touchdowns. Like 20. Daniel Jones out here just got 45 mil for 13 touchdowns or something like that. Like, yeah, I don't no, know. he didn't turn Derek the ball Carr's, over. Derek Carr's like 15th, 15th quarterback in the league. <clears throat> he's a top half quarterback. That's all you need. And I think this year he's going to be even better than that. So, I digress. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna just go to the outro. But Rashid Shahid definitely is a worth the sleeper pick, and I think one hundred percent. If people are listening to this, don't listen to him or listen to me. It's gonna be a great don't pick for it. you in the in the fantasy league. All right, guys, getting right into the outro. Doing a quick movie review. Um, I'm gonna review Oppenheimer really quick. I went and saw it with Emmy. Um, luckily, down here in Fort Lauderdale, there's a mu- museum right down the. It's like a ten minute walk from my house that they're doing the seventy millimeter, whatever it is, film of Oppenheimer, which is like the, there's like 20 theaters that are doing it or whatever. And it's premium format, whatever it is. It was amazing. I mean, I had to sit in the second row of the theater and it sucked because we got there a little bit late, but anyways, it's, it's one of the best movies of the year. I have it as number three right now. I've seen like, like 15 movies in the theater or something like that in comparison to Barbie, which is the other movie. Barbie's in the bottom five of the movies right now this year. So Oppenheimer, Gave it a five out of five stars, like I did for uh, Spider Verse and Guardians of the Galaxy. There's only other two movies with that right now, so it's up there with those. Completely different kind of movie. It's very serious movie, very like cinema movie. If Martin Scorsese meme could be about a movie, it would be that. So I think it's a great movie worth worth the watch. Hammer, you'd love it because it's very like. I mean, it's it's a very interesting movie. I think you'd like it. It's three hours long, so your uh, your attention span might be a little bit drained after it but it's worth the view 100%. wow real shut up me right there
That good? You done with the movie review? Yeah, it was it was a quick movie review. You know, okay. Oppenheimer is good. Now something really to watch for the football fans. Well, no, I, I want to watch Oppenheimer, <clears> but <throat> Untold, Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football just came out on Netflix. I watched it. I watched it. Watch. Highly recommend it. Really interesting. Um, what do you think? What do you think about it? It was what nuts. Do, you, do you think like, you know what it's I think nuts. is crazy is that like he hasn't changed. He's the same person no, he still. Hasn't. He hasn't. Yeah, he, he just he doesn't Which care. Which is wild. Yeah. Like the amount of time, I think it's hilarious that he went to rehab, didn't change. Then he went to Vegas the night before a game. Like, what the hell is this guy doing? You know, like, never looked at a playbook. <coughs> yeah, zero, zero minutes of film. That's wild. That's absolutely wild. Crazy. Like, because I'm watching this and, you know, everything's going out, like, you know, like college, like scandals and everything. And I'm like, who would take the chance to draft this guy in the first round? And then it's yeah, like, I didn't realize then, but then it's like in the background. But then it, yeah. I know, I know, I know. And I'm like, who would really take this guy in the first round? And then you really you know, think like yeah. it would be Cleveland. Like, yeah, it would of be. They just they just screw everything. And they up. traded up for it too. They traded up for it. Yeah, twenty six to twenty two. So dumb. so many teams pass on him for a reason. Like you think yeah. like oh they get they get the hint, but like yeah. the fact that he basically kind of he even had like coat or his agent or whatever have to run routes from a pro day. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, there's so many red flags. Tickets receivers out. Yeah, the night before. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. But highly recommend it. Very good. I also watched the Jake Paul Untold. That was interesting too. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. What yeah, did you watch? Hard Knocks. No, not yet. I've been Hard Knocks. No, episode one is pretty good. I have to it's, watch it's, it. It's solid. I mean, people have been hating on Hard Knocks, but I think like the last two seasons, like the one with the Lions last year, was pretty good. This one was also starting off pretty good. So, could be a solid season. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I got to see. It. I got to see my boy A Rod. Yeah, but that's gonna do it for us. Um, hope that you guys enjoyed the preseason games this weekend, and uh, just remember and just know that you know we're getting closer to football season, less than a month away right now. Right? Oh, yeah. When is this, when is this, yeah less than a month? We kick it's, off it's officially less than the tenth. I think it's the seventh. Seventh. Seventh oh, yeah. is like the first Sunday. Thursday yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> or and it's yeah, seventh or eighth. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys are watching this on the what the fourteenth? So yeah. So it's exciting. Yeah, we're getting there. So just keep it up. Keep with us. We're gonna keep on talking some fantasy. Um, and then as we get really close, we're gonna start making our predictions for this for the year. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And uh yeah, that's gonna do it. So with that being said, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. TikTok at Jenks Hammer Pod. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube at Jake's Hammer Podcast. If you watch on YouTube, please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you very much. And oh, uh have a great week. Comment. Remember to comment for the fantasy league if you want to join. Oh, yeah. If you want to be in the fantasy league, make sure make sure you're subscribed and you comment below this video, and we will add you. Winner gets a jersey or a helmet. Or something cool yeah, something from me and Jenks want, yeah. out of our pockets to you. We'll send it to you first, wherever though. you live, yeah. but you got to try to beat us. Well, you got to try to beat me. You probably beat Jenks, but yep, that's going to do it. That's going to do it. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Jenks and the Hammer podcast. Remember to leave a review and follow all of our social media pages at Jenks Hammer Pod for more content. Until next time, who that? And go, Pat, go. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.